So, Bri of the Bri Mill, tell me about your din-din tonight. So, it's Friday at this recording, and yeah, I don't know, you know, at the end of a week, I just want to, like, go out to eat. It's my thing, okay? People buy Ferraris. Okay, maybe not everyone. People go to nail salons. Um, they get their hair did. People did stuff. You know, they they, they go and dids. And, <laughs> and we don't really go to concerts or anything. We barely go to sports events. I mean, everything's expensive. Whatever. I just want, after working all week, to spend some money on a meal. So... And I can't eat the same thing. I can't have quinoa for the seventh <laughs> day in a row, okay? I tried to make you sweet potato gnocchi. Did you eat any? <laughs> I had a little bit. It doesn't taste good microwaved. You have to grill. Anyways, your fried so, Friday night dinner. I went out. Well, I I went to just like pick up at this local like saloon, they call it. Nico's Saloon. And they just have like kind of like, it's like a bar basically. But yeah, I just got a nacho. It's a big appetizer, right? It's a really good nachos. But it's gone up in price. Like this nachos, guys, fifteen dollars. Like it was fourteen ninety nine or something like that altogether. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's a big serving, and I ate the whole thing. And now, I mean, I was hungry. I really didn't eat much today, but I should have probably not had the whole thing because <laughs> I can feel it in my tummy. So, do you feel the weight? Yeah, a little bit. What did you eat today? Well, this morning I had a big breakfast, but it wasn't big enough. It was um, basically. Uh, what do you call it? Like a breakfast sandwich with egg McMuffin and some hash browns. I totally could have eaten more. So when I came home, I did eat more. Because <laughs> um, I just, <laughs> I'm addicted to food. Um, so it's kind of like a breakfast and a lunch. So it's just like a big morning meal. So let me fire this back at you. Is there anything you want to splurge on at the end of a work week? Um, lately it has been sweets, desserts, some donuts, things like that. Donuts to dip in my coffee. That, you know, is something that I really want to splurge on. It's food related too. But you don't really do that because I don't see you eating many donuts unless she's hiding them. Um, I only hid a few. I kept them at my office, (laughs) but (laughs) that's okay. Um, but no, I don't. I don't really do that. Yeah. And we don't really go out and like just, just shop. You know, we don't really, like, it's, there's oh, times no. where we buy stuff, but it's like, we don't really do that, you know? And no. We worked so hard to try to pay this mortgage off, and, you know, we've got more goals for the next house and all these types of things. And this is the reason, like, because we don't really spend any money, we're able to do some of this. But at the same time, we still feel strapped. <laughs> I don't we know what do, it is. And we feel gypped every time we do go out. It's just like a disappointment. Like, yeah, I just spent $7 in a 12-ounce coffee. Oh, my God. That was like the like a month ago and then last week i spent six dollars on a 12 ounce coffee so it was like a dollar cheaper because i got a smaller thing but um and they're both like mediocre they like the second one was lukewarm which was disappointing the first one didn't even have much flavor to it and i'm like what are we doing and then oh yeah my chicken nuggets that i bought from your saloon literally were like chicken nuggets oh. from a frozen bag that were like fried in their own like $20 sauce 20 dollars 20 dollars and oh that was for horrible. chicken nuggets that was i horrible. was so mad yeah. yeah it was supposed to be boneless wings that's what it was supposed oh, to be oh man i mean was the sauce magical no it was not there was no magic yeah, I remember. And yeah, the coffee shop, there was the one time we went, again, not too long ago, a little after Christmas there. I think you got a gift card or something, whatever. But yeah, we both got a drink. We 
like I got like a chocolate something, like a hot chocolate something, right? Mm-hmm. We both will go, yeah, no dairy. Let's do the coconut or almond milk, whatever it was, right? That was like an extra buck, a pop. A buck 50 for like, the milk. Right, inside this little like oh whatever ounce. And then I think I got a cookie or something. It was like yeah. $18. I'm like, so is the burger coming now or later? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? So- I just drove by. I'm just cutting you off right there <laughs> real quick. I drove by the gas station tonight, Three ninety nine for the cheap gas in town. Like, if you're getting premium, you're going to be hitting five bucks pretty much. You um, know? Do you want me to tell you how much I put in my car tank oh my yesterday? Goodness. How much it cost? Sure. What do we got? It was four sixty five. dollars oh, And she, she gets premium. So as of this recording, which is late February 2022, um, yeah, and who knows where's it going to now? You know, with the Ukraine Russia thing, they say that could affect it too because there's oil business going there with Russia. But yeah, insane. So and what do this you think? is why, like, we have decent jobs. I would say we're definitely not poor, but we still feel strapped because it, when we do put our money into something, it doesn't seem like it's giving us like the value that we that the price tag says it should. You know, so it's like, what do we buy that actually has value? Those plants value it's 35 bucks and yeah we bought some green plants for our home and they look great they look great they just make me joyful every day that i see them it's like yeah the food maybe that's what it is the food doesn't satisfy us brian we need to buy things that like bring lasting joy unlike food yeah um but we want the food yeah the food why do i want it i want when I say I want to splurge on a meal, one meal a week, that's what I'm looking for, like one meal out. Um, I just want to taste something different. You know, I don't want to have to prepare it. And I want a good, decent portion. Because, again, even in my own house, I'm like, oh, I'm only going to have two eggs, even though I could eat six or whatever it is. Like, I'm going to only have one burger in the fridge because I don't want to, like, waste all our food. So, like, you want to just get this big, I don't know, amount from a restaurant, really be satisfied. Like, yeah, tastes good. Plus, the experience is good when we do actually go out. Like, tonight, I just picked up the order. But, um, yeah, you just want something different, but you do want to be fulfilled in it, I guess. A change of pace. Maybe yeah. that's what we're looking for. A change of pace in our taste buds. Yeah. And I think that's why I spend a little bit more time cooking my meals and trying to come up with different recipes because I do want to change a pace. Not that my meals taste as good as a restaurant's meals. Some of them taste pretty good. But, now, uh, I got to say, we are middle-aged-ish, Yeah. You, yeah, you can yeah, make that. You don't claim. put me that in that category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you put yourself there. I'm I not think there. You're there. <laughs> um, sweetly. Okay. Are we? What I'm trying to say is, are we old? Because it's true. I'm no. still looking for gas to be like what it was in high school for me, which was like a dollar or something before the crazy. Okay, maybe that does 2000s. make you old. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know what it was back then, but I felt like I was putting in like 16 bucks into my tank. Which probably was correct, right? And now we're putting in for like a high efficient, you know, gas vehicle. You're putting in sixty dollars or whatever. It's just like, what? What am I driving a truck? No, no, I'm not driving a truck. I remember like when I was working at Mesa Verde, so Southwest Colorado. Uh, I drive into town once a week to put in gas. So I don't remember how full or empty my gas was at this point. So my memory's a little shady, but I remember it being twenty five dollars. To fill up 20 to, oh yeah, depending on how full it was, 25 to $35. Um, I could just put in the cheap gas and I had a 1999 Subaru Outback, which was the best car. And like, it was just a diggity deal. Now I have 
Yeah, I'm putting 55, 60 bucks every yeah. week and a half. So what are we going to do about this? Okay, so we, well, we could go on strike. Get a moped. <laughs> sure, both good options. How do you go on strike with gas prices? I don't know. Start protests. Is that what I'm trying to say? Get a moped. That's true. Fight. You could get a Tesla, right? Get an electrical vehicle. But again, the price tag, you're going to have to really, yeah, drive a lot before you the, actually make up that price in like gas. Kia, you know? Doesn't Kia have a hybrid? Or some of those that are like less expensive, probably like Fords, and you get yeah. like four hundred dollar, four hundred miles a gallon. I mean, I literally okay. So I'm kind of a I'm kind of a gearhead, but I literally the other day thought like, yeah, I would get an electric if there was one in my price range and all this kind of stuff. Like it's gotten to the point where it's just like you're just so tired of it, right? Now maybe electricity will go up next after this, but who knows, right? So it's just like it makes you think, you know. It does. What do we do? Okay, so. My question is, how do we live life joyfully? Because this is a question, right? That I come, like a lot of people, I, when I hear, when I talk to other couples, I only know of two other couples that I've talked to about this, but you usually have one person who's the saver and one person who's like, I, yeah, I, I don't mind saving, but I also want to live my life. Like, where's that balance of like, I want to enjoy my lot because I work really really hard and i desire i deserve to have some pleasures in life um but i also have to be responsible and things aren't free and i don't want to just like eat every paycheck up with these things you know like you still have that financial goals and like a head on your shoulder but yeah what do you do when the food doesn't satisfy, the things you want to do are too expensive. So do you just stay in your house and read Hamlet all night? <laughs> like and do a podcast on a Friday night because it's free, except for the microphones that we invested in. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, <The> $300 recorder. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's budget, right? These principles, basic principles, um, and then moderation with your expense, your yeah, your saving and your expenses. And we're probably too moderate sometimes, but again, it doesn't feel like it because when you dump like 120 bucks together, right, in some gas, and then like 40 bucks on a horrible meal, and like 72 dollars on some coffees, you're just like, wow, we can't spend any more money. <laughs> you want to go to Disney World or like on a vacation? Oh, we all, all, you know. So vacation every week, spending 180 bucks on these <laughs> silly things. I go to the grocery store like twice a week, it feels like. Every time it's like $70, you know, oh I don't know, $100, whatever it is. But it's just like, yeah, and you get your gas bill. This is my house gas bill. It's been 125 We're in like a townhouse, guys. It's small, right? 125 every month. It's just like it used to be, I don't know, 70 in the winter, you know? And it's just like it just keeps coming, right? So you feel like you're broke even though you have two working adults in this house. Who are very frugal and good with their money and don't have any debt yet. We are not. It's like our wheels are spinning. Like we're working harder, but everyone's working <laughs> against us. We're just burying us in the mud. I'm just happy when I get a little extra money and put it into my IRA. You know, it's just like, <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to take that and just spend it. Cause you know, I don't want to be in this lifestyle forever. <laughs> so I got to save something. And uh, anyways, let's try to bring this one back to somehow to Christianity and uh, you know, faith and such. What um, do we do? I guess discernment, right? Hmm. So you got to lay out, you got to kind of do the human part is like, look at your bills, like your income, you know, have the budget in place. And then maybe, I mean, like people like Dave Ramsey has great guides for like, okay, you use whatever it is. I don't know what his percentage is, but this percentage, 5%, 8%, 10%, 15%, 20%, 
you know, for fun, spend money and et cetera. So maybe if you just that clarity, even using like an app like Mint or something, like, okay, well, this is what it is and here's our extra money. And that way you're not really like, it's not like in your head as a cloud, like, well, I don't really know. I have so many different bills and stuff coming. Like, no, you can really just see it like, okay, this is our discretion account, right? This is our fun account, if you will. And uh, maybe that would help. Yeah, maybe that would help. Because I don't know. I know we are, like, not super stringent with each other. Like, we don't tell each other, like, you cannot get that. Or, I mean, we share our money. So it's, like, you know, whatever. But our accounts and everything. But, like, we don't have a specific, like, amount. Like, every month I get to spend $50 to treat myself. I just do it if I want to do it. But... I just, I feel guilty every time because it's not a set number. So I'm like, uh. this month I bought a hairbrush because I broke my comb while brushing my hair. And I was like, I'm just going to buy it because I need to. And I felt desperate because I shouldn't feel desperate of buying, like for buying a four, $14 hairbrush. Like, no, you shouldn't. But but I do, right? Just like you feel like that same way. That was your nachos, like right. that $14 nachos. So it's almost like we shouldn't have to like, treat ourselves out of desperation but if it's like really set aside which we have the money to do it we just don't i don't have a clear amount in my head where i feel like okay to do this okay so we've established one thing clarity uh and that's just a human step right um and i know for like bigger purchases we usually pray about it you know it they don't happen too often but even like my last car i bought you know uh was i was actually going more frugal and the lord kept like bumping me up, like, you know, go higher, go higher. I'm like, really? And eventually I got to this car I didn't expect to get. And I'm like, wow, that's great. You know, so sometimes he pushes us to spend or to save, you know, but whenever the decisions are big on the money, we usually pray about it. So that would definitely be a takeaway, right? Discernment. And Um, I think the Lord knew that that car would bring you some joy, right? He wants us to enjoy Mm -hmm. life. Like he's like, that's kind of a thing for the Lord, you know, and he knows that you're, responsible and stuff like that too and so he did that as a gift i think oh absolutely the, the car is a work of art and it was a used car too it was a few years old you know at fifty five thousand. it's not like i'm buying a brand new mercedes or uh, whatever it is and that nothing wrong with the mercedes but you know for a couple regular wage earners we're not buying new mercedes we just aren't you know like because we have other plans and stuff like that uh, at this age try to save up for the house and all that kind of stuff right so we're going to go used cars all day but but yeah, it's a good car, work of art. Ultimately it comes to trust in the Lord too, mm. that like we can become so bogged down with like, are we going to be taken care of in the future? Are we going to be taken care of? Will we have enough? Like, I think there's another element of fear that we operate out of. Um, oftentimes as human beings, like, will there be enough, right? And there's so many scriptural stories of that question will there be enough like the widow who was asked to make the prophet um a cake and she had to use her last oil and flour and but she gave to the lord because she trusted that he was going to provide and he did right she never ran out of that um food supply and you know the feeding of the five thousand and it's so it makes me like do an examination of conscience like Am I trusting in the Lord to know that he will provide even if I don't have the said amount in my bank, (laughs) you know, or I'm not going to retire as 
as rich because I didn't start investing because I wasn't able to invest earlier at a younger age. Mm. Yeah, you're actually hitting on something I've been uh, thinking more lately. So I've been, if you've been following this channel, I've been talking more about <laughs> like investments and learning more how to like uh, just do technical analysis and stuff on stocks or crypto, even cryptocurrency and different things. So I've been a little bit more like my mind is more absorbed into it. Like, oh, if I do this, I can get to this number and we can buy our next house sooner or whatever. But I've like, not not a wrong way, but I've just noticed like I, I need to back up at the same time and not lose that dependence on God, right? Like that true dependence on him for whatever. Because he could like, I mean, all my assets could tank or he may call me at one point, like maybe I make some money and then he calls me like, give it all away. Like he really could do something like this, right? Like, no, Brian, I'm going to have you live, live like very frugal uh, or just like on a very low amount, you know, not what you had planned out. Who knows what he'll do, right? So I have to like keep present always like that he is, you know, he is my one, like he is my all. And uh, to depend on him financially, sure. But more than that, like even right now, my happiness, like I'm in a place, it's warm in the winter. You know, like I had, I did get to eat my nacho tonight, right? I have food and all these kind of things, clothes, et cetera. Like we do have, you know, we have so much now and we, we could literally live the rest of our life like this, you know, now we have dreams and those are good. Um, and we could work for those, but just that idea of contentment, you know, I mean, how many days ago, years ago, months ago, did we dream to be at this point? You know, it's just like, and we're already on to the next thing. It's like, dude, the next thing, you know, not too long from now, a few decades is death. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you putting out in the future? Like you're already in it right now. You're in the game right now. You know, like, yeah, you're not in a mansion. Not that we want a mansion, but like just how maybe to a be. small mansion <laughs> i'm just joking just a little bit one. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah contentment and i'm like wow i when i was doing all that analysis on the stocks and stuff i'm like um you can get caught up in like oh i need to make this percent so i can get to this and da, da, da. it's just like dude if you're not happy now and i am pretty happy i just remember this though right if you're not content now nothing will fill you later like i'm not going to be filled by having x this land house whatever more cars whatever it might be Right. So it's just a reminder. It's like, yeah, just to be content now. Like, and I, it's a tough thing on earth because we're, we're a bit broken. We're a bit of a fallen race. So like, you know, it's almost like when I give up sweets, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I might start to feel a little bit healthier. And like, I've noticed this, like I'll probably do it again for Lent, but like I've given up sweets. I did a, a nice little run the last fall, this last fall. Right. And I do it like every year I'm doing a, a number of periods where I'm off sweets and my body literally starts to feel better. I remember I was, it was like Christmas break. I was getting off of work, just going like to my car. I'm like, well, I get to eat sweets tonight. Cause I was like, as soon as I go on break for Christmas, this past Christmas, I'm like, I can eat sweets on that Friday night or whatever. I'm like, how do you feel? I was walking in my car. I'm like, well, I definitely don't feel worse. You know, I like my body. I'm like, yeah, you know, I feel okay. Like my body feels good. But here's the thing. I didn't feel like I was in heaven, and that makes me want the sweet, right? Like, I didn't feel like, I mean, my body felt more healthy than normal, and that was a nice thing, but I'm like, not enough to make me go, I'm not going to have more sweets, because the body, like this, the soul, we're not quite yet in heaven. We're not quite face-to-face -face with God where we are satisfied completely, right? And there it is. Like, I, I look for whatever it is, more money or sweets to be satisfied, like, more. And those are good things. You can do them in moderation or whatever, you know, properly. Um, but it's just like, yeah, it is tough to just be like right now in our house, back to my first question, right? Why can't we just be content with now? And it's, it's just cause like, well, I'm not quite content, I guess. Right. It's like, yeah. So I have to like get back on my knees, humble myself, like 
and realize and appreciate like how much I do have. I have Christ. I have salvation. Jesus went to the cross. He's whipped, you know, nailed to the cross, like all these things, right? To go through the whole process and to remind ourselves like, wow, <laughs> we really do have it pretty good. And and then you could sit there and think about all the people who are starving tonight and we're cold. Like you can do that too. But just like, it's so crazy. As soon as we're comfortable, we realize we're not actually perfectly happy. And that is a tough thing. But how do you handle that, right? Do you go the wrong way and say, I'm going to get more and more and more to try to satisfy this? You know, another GK line, we always say him. Uh, he's like, two ways to, to get more. It's either to make more or to desire less, right? And a lot of times we're like, oh, I got to make more or get more, more sweets, more house, more whatever it is. You name it, right? You're going to buy this, going to do this. We're going to go out to this casino, whatever. Or you could just like quickly come before the Lord and be like, Lord, I do feel this discomfort. Like I do want more, you know? What is that? I give that over to you. Help me to be content in you. And is there anything in the meantime I should be doing? Like instead of wanting, wanting, is there anyone I could be serving, you know? And they say, there's nothing like giving, right? <laughs> we love to receive, 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 and get. <laughs> but as soon as you start giving, you're opened up to a whole new world. I'm throwing a lot of thoughts at you, but just like, wow, yeah. No, but that's all like really good stuff. Like, why can't we just be happy with what we have? And I'm wondering if it's like a stronger like Western cultural thing that is invading the world um, where... Just because our lifestyle, our economics is driven on consumption, that it makes it even harder for us to be um, detached from, you know, consuming more and wanting more and desiring that. Like, just because we see it all around us. And it's like, I don't even necessarily want more things, but I want more adventure. You know why? Because I see so many other people being able to go on these adventures that I wish I could go on. Or, um, you know, even back home, I was like working my butt off, like several jobs, going to school and I, you know, working more than some people probably getting paid less, but you know, they still somehow managed to buy like $2,000 mountain bikes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How's my huffy with the bell on it? <laughs> I'm like, right. Like, uh, I had to sell my bike to get, actually pay for rent one time. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I just didn't, it was just, it almost created like this comparison created, uh, an even stronger desire for more because I saw that I didn't have what other people had. And so like, not only are we consuming more like economically, because that's how, our society functions, but we're consuming more socially um, as we like th uh, through social media, as we see what other people have. Um, yeah. We're that's, consuming more images of what people yeah. have, which reminds us of what we don't have. And that there seems like there's nothing good or natural about that. Like looking mm -hmm. at other people's lives and, and envying them. Like <laughs> just dude, get off your phone, bro. Like Great. live your own lot. You know, like as soon as we were bored, we start to do this. Oh, I don't have that. It's just like you were never even meant to go down that Avenue. You know, no. now you're not worrying about who's in your room, like right there with you. You're uh, looking at someone from Montana or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> hopefully they're doing good, but that's not your life, you know? Right. But social media, that's, you know, or TV or whatever, media, right? That's something we open ourselves to. Yeah. Right. So we got to check ourselves and like what we're putting into. Today I was like, I was so tired. I pulled a 12 hour shift yesterday at work and I was just like 
constantly around people and giving myself my attention to other people, which was awesome. It was very life-giving in a lot of ways, but I was just so tired this morning and I ate too much sugar. Speaking of sweets, I ate a packet of peanut M&Ms and I had like an Udi's uh, snickerdoodle cookie and I had some Starburst and so oh I was like my goodness. sugar hungover. Um, but like, yeah, so I was like done today. I was toast. And so after my breakfast, my friend took me out and I just wanted to sit and I was caught in this very place of, God, I just want to be st- still and silent before you and I want to rest, but I feel like I I feel guilty for resting here and just being present in this moment. I feel like I have to do more to be valuable. I have to work out. I have to do a puzzle, read Hamlet. And I think it's like also that pressure of like, for me, like athleticism and like health and fitness, like that also prevents the contemplation and satisfaction. Like there's this message out there too, that if you're not like super fit and crushing it all the time, then like you're less worthy. Um, And so I really had to sit there and force myself to look out the window and appreciate the beautiful snow and the sunshine, you know, that we don't really get all that often. So I don't know. We just have so many things coming at us. Um, that it, it really is a battle. Like we are Christians in a battle. And I think we forget that too. We think that we are Christians in bliss. And it's like, no, remember your place. Remember where you are. We're the church militant. We're the church fighting for holiness. We're a church fighting to build the kingdom. And it comes in these moments where we're struggling against sin and brokenness and having to fight um, all these pressures to, to live of the world. Yeah, well said. So, yeah, just to wrap up. So I think uh, a couple of reminders is to stay out of what is not ours, you know, to be with the Lord every day, to recenter on him. So when these attacks come, these challenges come, like we know who our master is and what we're living for. And when we have discomfort, we still know what we're living for. You know, we still know who, who Lord is, right? Who is Lord? And, uh, hopefully find comfort in that and, and direction in those confusing times, those times where we want more to make sure our direction truly is for the kingdom. Our eyes are forward towards heaven, right? Uh, even while we're serving with all we got here. And it reminds me, if you don't mind me closing up with St. Therese of the Little Way. She rejoiced. She had great joy in little things. And maybe that's the lesson is how can we how can we reverse these patterns and habits um, by appreciating the little joys that God wants to shower us with? Yeah. And that might just be turn off some of the media, except for life talks, of course, and just attending to our home, you know, um, or attending to our friends, our family, our community, our neighbors, our church, just to make it small again, you know, and that may be like, Oh, what? I'm not gonna, you know, Look at what's going on over in Sweden on Instagram or whatever. The you just like, I mean, your world is big. You just have to enter it, you know, right in your own community. So, wow. Yep, we're all fighting the good fight. And I'm sure you guys have many thoughts. We welcome your feedback all the time as we sit here and just ponder stuff. Hey, we don't have all the answers. We're literally just exploring these questions and we're trying to think through it as we try to grow and hopefully uh, use our time wisely on Earth. So we're praying for you guys. Thanks for the listen. Hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast. Like, review, 
Help us to get out there so we can bring the message of Christ to everyone's day to day. Word to your mother. Ciao, ciao.